In this podcast, we're going to be reading out of the Amplified Bible. And we're going to turn to Luke chapter 3, and we're going to read verse 7 through 11. Luke chapter 3, verse 7 through 11. So he said to the crowd who came out to be baptized by him, You offspring of vipers, who secretly warn you to flee the coming wrath, bear fruit that are deserving and consistent with your repentance, that is, the conduct worthy of a heart changed, a heart adoring sin, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that God is able from these stones to raise up descendants from Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the tree, so that every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. And the multitudes asked him, Then what shall we do? And he replied to them, He who has tunics, undergarments, let him share with him who has none. And he who has food, let him do it the same way. A couple of things I want to point out here um, is, I think this is John the Baptist talking, by the way. John the Baptist is doing the teaching here. Uh, it is very similar to Jesus' teaching in John chapter 15 when he talks about the fruit. But the reason why I chose this particular passage is I wanted to bring out a couple of things um, that I think is significant to this day and age. One, I think that uh, the reason why John the Baptist called them the brood of vipers is he was simply saying, y'all are coming out to be baptized because you have heard of the coming of Christ. You have heard of the coming of God and you've come out to be baptized. And the reason why is to escape the eternal damnation. Not that you really wanted a changed life, but yet you came just so you would have eternal life. And I think that is why he called them the brood of vipers. And then he went on and saying there that um, you need to bear fruit that, that is deserving. And I like the way the Amplified Bible uses this. The um, deserving and consistent with your repentance. That is the conduct that is worthy of a heart changed. And I think that right there is what I want to key in on today. And we want to uh, kind of title this podcast um, a uh, attitude of giving. What is an attitude of giving? And I think sometimes that we come to Jesus and we come to the church and we come looking so that we can simply say, well, I have went to church today and we can just check that off the list and then we go home and we go home as unchanged people. Um, not necessarily looking for monetary giving, but I want us to look at a couple of things that I would like to bring out here about reflecting an attitude of giving. And the first thing is, how do we develop an attitude of giving? Well, I think that um, we need to find unconventional ways of giving. And what I mean by that is, you know, it, it's very easy for us to sit down and write out a check to uh, all, all different kinds of, of things. You know, there you, you see ads on TV, you have uh, just all kinds of things that you can just simply give a few dollars and go away and say, well, I've done my part. Well, I, I would like for us today to just sit down and consider ways that that are unconventional that we can give in our community or our uh let's don't even go to the community today let's actually just back that up and say no we're gonna say 
unconventional ways that we can give right where we are in our everyday situation. Um, And one of those things that we need to look for is not everyone that is in need will ask for help. You know, sometimes those people that ask for help may not truly be in need. They begin to be users and therefore and so on and all. You know, that can be um, neighbors, kids, family members, people at work, all this kind of stuff. It doesn't take long for anybody to sit down and realize that some people in this world are just users. But those people that are truly in need sometimes won't ask for help. And we need to... Just look for those situations. Look, just listen for those cues and and everyday conversations, such as you know, um, just please pray for me, brother. I you know, I, I, I just don't know what what the end of the month is going to bring. Well, we can be a little bit more investigative and say, is there something I can do to help? Or you know, uh, uh, just listen out. Um, I have noticed here just recently on Facebook a couple of my friends. Uh, uh, not the inner circle of friends, but just an exclusive circle of friends, you know, changed uh, a relationship status or changed something like this. And, you know, uh, I have noticed, like, they stopped wearing their wedding band. And I asked, well, what, you know, where where is your wedding band? Well, then I realized, well, guess what? We're having some problems. And, you know, we always don't have to give money to those things. Sometimes we just need to give uh, a hug or um, uh, uh word of of comfort a word of encouragement just anything like that just uh, unconventional ways that we can actually give also i would like for us to think about looking at opportunities to be of service um you know not just giving money or or things of that nature but looking to say hey you know um i have a friend that um you know, let's get you know my car's in the shop, and and um, I had to get a ride to work this morning, and say, well, you know, can I take you home? Can I go uh, pick up some groceries for you? Can I take you to the grocery store? Can I, it, you know, what can I do to help you? That's just opportunities that we can look for for service. Um, and then next, I think sometimes that we can look for opportunities to just give of ourselves. Sometimes we just want tasks and things to do and, you know, uh, things that we might be able to do while we're doing other chores around the house or other uh, errands that we have to run in town. But I think sometimes we need to look and say, well, let me find opportunities that I can actually give for, of myself, actually get involved in something. And I'm not talking about adding other uh, meetings and club meetings and, and all that kind of stuff to your life. Because I know everybody's life is busy. Mine is too. But I'm talking about, um, you know, if it's just simply going and sitting for just a moment with a friend that is sick. Or just stopping by and say, I heard, hey, I heard you were ill. I just wanted to stop by. Is there anything I could do? Uh, or just, you know, a phone call just to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about you. Um you know, hey, why don't you just stay in bed? I'll pick up the kids from school. Um, you know, anything like that. Or while, you know, you were making dinner tonight, I made extra because I knew that you um, might uh, not be well enough to, to uh, cook. So I made extra and brought it over. It takes five minutes to drop it off in the kitchen and leave. You know, those type things. You know, there's all types of 
elderly people in our neighborhood sometimes that don't have any family or friends during this time. And, you know, just stopping by and saying, hey, or hey, why don't you come over to the house? Or if you see them in the yard walking to the mailbox, walk out there and say, hey, it's good to see you outside. Those type things are just opportunities that we can give of ourselves. And I think that's what John the Baptist was trying to say here is we need to reflect um, those things that show that we have had a change of heart, that Christ is indeed come into our heart and has made a change. That is not that is a very personal thing when Christ comes into our heart, but also I think it needs to be something of an impersonal nature, which means we need to share that. We need to share that with people that um, I, I am happy in Christ and Christ has come into my life and changed my life, but yet I want to do something and go out and help my fellow person, help the people that is within my specific circle, not always uh, a global ministry or a, a national ministry of something of that nature. You can have a ministry of your own right from your car or from your house or wherever. Just God wants us to be servants and ministers of the gospel right where we are. And many times those um, acts of the attitude of giving, the acts that we do to give to others, opens up and uh, allows us to be able to share the gospel with other people. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we just praise you and thank you so much that you are a God that loves us, that you are a God that can give us an attitude of giving. You gave the most precious thing in the world. You gave your son. You gave your life, Jesus. You gave everything that you had so that I might see eternal life. And I ask, Lord, that everyone that hears this and everyone, including myself, that it, it down deep in my spirit and deep in my heart, that you make a change that I will begin to recognize those unconventional ways to be of service to you and bring glory to your kingdom and people uh, just coming to you. Just use me as your servant. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.